Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. Hello. How are you today? Good show today. The lovely Fifi Box joined us. She's a delight. She's a delight. Was it? That's her second book, did she say? Yeah. She yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she did one last year and it did very well. Um, AKA, that's why there's a second one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you'd do another one, would you? If the first one didn't sell. Uh, I always the... wonder how much people get per book as well, whether mm. it's like a standard or whether it's different depending on your deal, I yeah. can imagine. Like, do you get a buck a book or something like that? What's sorry? A buck like a, book. a dollar a book. Every book you sell, you get yeah, a Yeah, well, you have or... to negotiate a different one. And yeah. you could imagine that some people, like, do you have to pay for the copy, mm. actual? Because some people have, like, very fancy books and it's like a hard copy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true. If you go, know. oh, really? Glitter's going to be more expensive. Take that off. <laughs> and do you, is it cheaper if you get those books that have got holes in it that you can poke your finger through? <laughs> no, you know? I imagine they'd be less... more expensive. It's always the irony, isn't it? Like, oh, but on. it's less paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've got to cut it out. We've got to do a different stencil than what we normally do. Okay, hungry, right. hungry caterpillar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. There was one, I forget the name, but my kids had it and it was like a finger puppet. Oh, yeah. In the, it, in yeah, mm. one of those too. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name. They did that. do that with the Hungry Hungry Caterp- uh, Caterpillar. Caterpillar. You could oh, put your they? finger into the caterpillar as well. Oh, there you go. Was he okay with that? <laughs> you <laughs> had to, to ask, ask him. him. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Fifi's on today. Uh, what else we get up to today? Uh, oh, we talk about love at an older age. Love at an older age. Yes. Uh, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I want to love you. When have you or someone you know found love at an older age? Hmm. 13, 10, 60. Because I just, and, and this is so rude of me, mm-hmm. but I just thought over a certain age you would have given up. Right. Like if you're in your 80s, I didn't think you'd be like, hey, I've gone into a dating website. Because I would think, what's the point? Yeah. But I guess you, you're right to find love at any age. My nana has gone into a, uh, she w- did have assistant living and then she uh, has stomach cancer. So mm. it's only a matter of months, but really, to be honest, I reckon it's going to be years. Right. Uh, and she has dementia, but my mum went to go and see her and was a little bit like, what? Because mm. she walked in and my nana was on the couch holding hands and all over <laughs> another man. Saucy. In the nursing home. When you say all over. She kept, my mum kept saying all over. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, when she went to get up, he gave her a kiss goodbye. And she's like, what Mm -hmm. is happening? Is he like, like pinching her bum? Is there groping? Or or just to her, because the fact that there's any affection. So in my Nana's era, I don't think they would have used the groping term. Just (laughs) so you're aware. I don't know if that was a thing. So I think they would just keep it up with whatever they did. Yeah, it wasn't really big back then, I don't think. It's a a new Mm. era. She might might be thinking in her older age. Doing what the younger kids are doing. She did tell me once. She said, I've stopped wearing underwear because I saw Britney Britney Spears Spears getting out of a car, not wearing underwear. And you're right. And she stopped wearing yeah. underwear and, and she was she's using the most fake popular person at the nursing home. She keeps forgetting his name. Well, that's okay. She's like, and this is my man. Mm. And my mum's like, yes, and his name? Yeah. Think she's back. Like, what did you call mm. out? She's what like, Ross. His name's Ross, but go. they got in trouble. Why? Because Why they, they shouldn't be doing that Why? in the nursing home. Because apparently he does it for all the women oh. and then they die. Oh, so he's like, got the, like it's the only a certain amount of, you know, love that he should 
die doing, on it. Die doing what they love. I don't know if that's killed them, but right. it's just they thought it was maybe a little bit too much. Because my wife used to work in the retirement villages mm-hmm. area, and yeah. Rife? Rife. Yeah. Like yeah. swings and stuff. No, so there's I'm no not, swings. I'm not But joking. I'm just telling you, there's no swings in this place. We right. would see it. She can't put up a swing by herself. Maybe she forgot where she put it. You can't attach a swing. I don't... I think the swings are to get them into bed. Mm. They're, they're not the swings that you think they are. Okay. <laughs> so, hang on. This I just want to go back to yeah. this guy. Well, my mum said to me, she goes, I tell you what, if mm. he breaks up with her before she dies... <sighs> He's in trouble. It's, gonna, it's not going to be good. No. So, is he... Mm. Is he picking women he knows a, a terminal? Is that, is that what he's doing? Well, they're all terminal. They're all old. They're all old. Yeah. So which one? Yeah, you, you can't really yeah. pick the one that you think's going to last. He's just outliving them. Yeah, yeah. they're all old. Right. Yeah. My nana's gorgeous. Is she happy, though? Because maybe this is something that this she's is got really nice so Sometimes she's happy, sometimes she's not. Well, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, sometimes she's she's telling everyone yeah. that they've stolen stuff out of her room. Right. Um, and they stole money. And she, my mum's like, you didn't have money then? She goes, oh, yeah. so you took it. And she's uh, like, no, uh, you just didn't have money. Right. And then the police have to come in. And, right. Yeah. Is, um, do you say his name is Ross? Ross. Ross, Ross I think, yeah. Ross. Is Ross reminding her daily that they're together? So is, is, does he have to get up and go, hey, just so you know, you're my girlfriend? Well, I, said, I was like, you're imagine... just happy. It was more confronting for my mum. Because mm. she, when she yeah. went in, she was like, mum, what are you doing? She's like, oh, mm. this is my man. She goes, is it? <laughs> do I call him dad? <laughs> I mean, that's 91. But like, would yeah. you still, would you still go looking for love in your 80s? I mean, 70s, I still think you've got plenty of time. Like, I yeah. can understand that. Yeah. You've got it's, nothing else to do, is the other thing. I mean, you may as well. But I just feel like I would be even more, less tolerant. Wow. When you're dating. Do you know what I mean? You're like, well, I'm... Yeah. And yeah. What, what do you go for? Do you go for someone who has their own teeth? Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone who doesn't have incontinence. Your, your barriers would definitely change. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hope she's happy. I just hope she stays with him, I guess. Ross. Yeah. Ross yeah, sounds yeah. like a scallywag. Do you reckon? Mm. He's an ex-police officer, apparently. Is he? Mm. That's what she told me. I said, that's what you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. still got the handcuffs, though. She, she, <laughs> might, uh, <laughs> she might She might. go have a couple of boyfriends. She might date a couple oh, of them. Oh, no, I don't think so. No, she's a one-man one yeah. woman. Yeah. Well, 13, 10, 60, uh, let's ask the question, um, do you know someone? Who has found love later in life, like a grandparent, great grandparent? Yes, they've like met someone in the nursing home. Mm. Mm. Lynn. Lynn, Jinx, Lynn Hi. in Hamilton. Hello, have you found love yep. at an older age? <laughs> yes, I'm 61. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, went on a dating site after my children advised me to, mm-hmm. and uh, they said you've got too much love to just waste. And went on a dating site, had four disaster coffee days. Right. And um, and met my current partner, and we've been together five and a half years now. Oh, um, I was his first date, mm-hmm. and um, he he was on it, but a friend advised him to pay that extra money to be able to <laughs> chat and further, which yep. he did. Oh. And um, we found love, and his friend who advised him still is single. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's bummed out. His friend's a bit annoyed, but anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I just want to say don't give up. Yeah, you know? good for you. It's Sometimes... good that your kids advise you to do it because now you are happy and you have that person with you. Oh, definitely. Well, we both said we wished we had found each other 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, we were both in marriages 
34, 38 years mm. and, um, you know, a bit of disasters. But, um, you know, now we're just blessed that we've uh, found, you know, each other now and we can start uh, a different phase in our lives. Yeah. Can I ask you about and, the disastrous coffee dates you had before? Why were they um, a disaster? Um, oh, well, one, one man was really late. Right. Um, and he just sat there like and. It was a week night, and I'm thinking, I've got to work tomorrow, I'll travel, you know. Yeah. And it was up at Mount Cutha, yeah. and um, in the end, I said, well, I'm having a coffee. What do you want? And I got up and ended up paying for it. <laughs> and um, another one started showing me photos of other girls he's meeting that oh, day. No. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, I haven't got time off. for this. First of all, he says, I'll show you photos of my daughter, right. you know, yeah. and then next minute, oh, I'm meeting this lady tonight. Okay. Oh, oh Lynn. wow. All right. Oh, God. Now <laughs> <laughs> in Logan Home, who found love at an elder age, old age? Um, hi. My, um, my grandfather was 74. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother had passed away from dementia about three years earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was living in London at the time, and I, I came home on holiday, and he disclosed to me that he was dating two of the ladies from our church. Right. <laughs> did they, did they he, know that they had two on the boil? Uh, yes, they did find out about each other. Um, so it was a bit awkward on a Sunday when we'd go to church, and <laughs> he'd go and have a chat to one and then go and have a chat to the other. Oh. Um, but he eventually decided that he didn't have much time left, so he may as well you know, get on with it. Yeah. So he proposed to one of them. Um, and she declined his offer, so he proposed to the other one. She accepted, um, and then when the other one found out, she decided she changed her mind, but um, he said, sorry, it's too late. Sorry, love. (laughs) Scallywags. Yeah. They they got married, and they lived together for 14 years or whatever it was until he passed away, and um, he he was very happy. She was lovely, but I thought to myself, you know, what a player at his age. I was quite impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you have to change church. Probably. Yeah, you would. You would. Mm. Oh, this is going to be fun. I love when Stav's mum calls up. Hey, Anne. Hi, Abby. How are you? Oh, really good. Is this with, whose story is this about? My grandma. Mm. Pink grand? Pink grand. Mm. Why do we call her pink grand? She had rosy cheeks and the kids just called her pink grand and she was pink grand from then on in. Mm -hmm. But, um. She was engaged when she was 17 right. and to George. And George toddled off to the war mm-hmm. and he didn't come back. Oh. And But in the meantime, my grand married my grandpa, who he passed away when he was only 27. Right. And grand was still pregnant and had four children and raised them all by herself. Mm-hmm. But she lived in the same house. So when she was 79... George came back, and by then he was living in Arizona. Right. And what? he had got married and had a daughter, both of whom, him and his wife, uh, daughter and wife, both passed away. Right. So he came back to find Gran. Wow. So the guy that went to the war? Yes. Why didn't he come back from the war? Like we thought he because was. Because he, he went to America and found this lady. Oh, right. Oh, I thought, I thought he was like, yes, yeah, missing yeah. an action well, or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like he just didn't come back. Mm. Well, he was so, missing while getting action. I know, by the I, that's of it. true. And then, <laughs> and then did they, she, did she they get together? When, yeah. They got married and she went, she was 79 and she went to live in Arizona. Right. Why and was she so she cranky said, then if she was married at 79? 
Oh, because he died on it. Oh, twice by the sound of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Until he passed away. Yeah, right. Did you I meet him? No, I don't think I met him. Yeah, I met him. You met him? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. looked like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he turned up in this. Um, he was in a black suit with a white shirt, and the suit had a you know like a long jacket hmm. and a string tie and a cowboy hat. <laughs> he lived in Arizona. Mm, there you go. Wow, what a story. Because yeah. I remember Pink Rank. She was a bitch. <laughs> She was a cranky old woman. Yeah. She was, honestly, what? she was so grumpy. She, she had a lot going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she had still. She I mean, the love of her life left her when she was 17, didn't yeah. come back till she was 79. Wouldn't you be grumpy? She was the grand that used to give you an orange for Christmas and 10 pence and say, don't Maybe she just had a sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Fifi Box. Fifi Box. Radio Funny Girl. Fifi Box. She, she does it all. What can't she do? I guess we'll ask in this interview. Fifi Box has a uh, book out. Posy Pearl is a curious girl. Good morning, Fifi. My favourite breakfast show in Australia. Don't do that. Don't do that. You look. We had the uh, the commercial radio awards on the weekend. You just looked absolutely stunning. You always do, but you just look beautiful. Thank you, Abs. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I um, I I, somebody suggested I wear that dress, and I said, Mm. "Oh, just we'll give it a crack." I put it on in the hotel room and said, "No way, never, not happening." (laughs) There's no way. I'm I'm a mother of two that probably can't pull that off anymore, and. My, I, I went to put a more conservative dress on mm. and my friends just went, mm. come on, you're in your 40s now. Just go for it. Like, who cares if one pops out? That's what I loved about out. it. <laughs> no, that's what I loved about it because I'm used to you seeing in more conservative clothes and you've mm. got your own line of clothes, which are absolutely brilliant. But I know that this is something... We've been li- dying for you to show some skin, Fifi. <laughs> to get the girls back out. We haven't seen it for a while, Fifi. Oh, and it's just, you know, you, it's Abs. exciting. I, it was. It was a bit exciting for them. I didn't. I couldn't really get up or walk around much, and and hugging people was awkward. But anyway, Mama had a good night yeah. out. Yeah. Can I? Didn't say... win any awards though. No. Oh, that's it. That's all right. We that's didn't a, even we go. Didn't, we didn't Fifi, get so, hey. No, and I love that you didn't go because um, we've got a new thing, and I don't know whether you guys are in on this. Are we just going to boycott them from now on because they don't like our network? Mm-hmm. I've realised. No. Uh, it's all political, Fifi. It's all political. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, we did get nominated. We did get nominated. We did win, but um, we didn't go. Did we didn't you, go. Which award did you win? Um, best uh, uh, sales promotion. We did an underwater oh. show. Well done, well guys. You wear that as a badge of honour. Mm, I was up for life. best comedy segment. I don't know mm. whether they figured out I'm not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> On that revealing outfit, though, Fifi, when you're there, could you tell the guys who were like in their head when they were talking to you, saying, "Make eye contact, make eye contact, make eye contact, make eye contact, make eye contact"? Oh, that's me. I go way over the top, where it's like you're burning in my eyeballs. Trying you're not looking to look. at my fringe. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. You know what? You can across the night. Across yeah. the night. You can get yeah. the. I think at the start of the night, it's all very much eye contact, and then there's the occasional slip, which I do feel for. You. It's, it's it's hard. we don't make it easy. No, no. So I understand no. the occasional slip. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Getting onto the children's book. Um, <laughs> Great segue. Well, this is why books. we win awards. They do. They do. No, this is this is exciting because this is your second book. It was such oh, a best-selling yes. book last year when um you did it. So now you are back with a different story. 
I am, I am. And I do, look, I've loved writing kids' books and I know that everybody writes them and <laughs> I, I feel like it's such a bandwagon thing. In fact, when you got the hit up, Fifi wants to flog a book, I bet you thought not enough. No, do you know what I honestly thought? <laughs> I looked at it and I thought, thank God she's not doing an Ed Cavalier and pretending that his son wrote it. You're yeah. like, you know that your son didn't write it, you know? <laughs> yes. Don't try and say that. And my kids have no interest in it. In actual fact, <laughs> refuse to read it. Oh, so wow. that's not, not a great endorsement. But no, I do love it. And you know what it's like when you've got kids. And what's, when I started reading kids' books, because I, I just like the rhyming ones and the fun ones. Mm. I don't, I'm not looking for, for meaning. I just want to have some fun. So I, I, it's a really fun rhyming book. But it does have a, it does have a theme in there that I, I do hope reaches kids. And, I think, and I'm a single mum with two daughters and... And not every nuclear family looks the same and everybody's made up of different, you know, families come in different shapes and sizes. So that's really what it addresses. You know, there's kids out there that have no siblings or Mm -hmm. maybe have um, one parent or maybe don't have grandparents. So it's sort of that, uh, a sense of you're okay, whatever your family shape is. And I do love that. I remember when I was in prep and a teacher was telling us about, a, you know, a, a couple of other girls and don't ask about their dads. <laughs> and I was like, why can't I ask about their dads? And for me, being so curious, I was like, well, I want to talk about their dads now. Yes. But it was like, don't talk about them because they were divorced and didn't live with them. Where oh. now it's like every family is so different that there isn't such a typical no. one that you can be able to address it and not just, I guess, push it away and don't talk about it. Yes, so true. Because I was like, that's sort of 80s, 90s gear, isn't it? My parents were divorced mm. and that was just such a scandal back in primary school yeah. but now that's quite common yeah. that's an unfortunate statistic it's, it's, to bring it's up, more common anyway. than being married yeah. like, you got a mum and a dad and they're married you're weird you get to go to someone else's house that's not bad yeah, you get two Christmases it sucks <laughs> and you got to do something very iconic uh, you got to go on play school that must have been awesome well, that was, do you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, so that's a thing, a story time where they get, you know, Australian well-known people to come on and read stories either with their kids or with their dogs. I saw Dr. Chris Brown <laughs> with a dog and I went, no one said dogs were an option. But I took um, Daisy, who, who was still two at the time when we went up in May, we put her on the couch and she kept grabbing the book off me and throwing it on the ground. <laughs> and then... Up near the camera, they have a mobile hanging, and the idea is that so the kids look mm. at the camera so they see all the fun things hanging on the mobile. But Daisy just kept jumping off my lap and going up and whacking the mobile. <laughs> so about half an hour of this, the director came up to me and whispered in my ear, uh, and I was highly offended. He said, um, Fifi, do you think there's any chance that we can take Daisy out of the center. Only reason for going. Well, she got fired off her first gig, Uh, which I'll never let her forget. But, yeah, so, um, no, it was just uh, me reading a book on play school. It's like you can only do the you're going to get a chubba chub when you leave so many times. Oh, Abby, do you know what? There was outtakes and it was just me the whole time going, we'll go to Kmart. I'll take you to Kmart after this. We'll get a Disney princess if you just sit still. Do you you have the the mum teeth clench? You know, when you're out in public and you do the, yes. listen to me now. Yes. I've got the teeth clench. I've got the nervous giggle. I've got the, yeah. The, I, I haven't Can we hear it? My... I don't think I could imagine oh, you really? doing that, Fifi. You're always so bubbly. Okay, here pr- we pr- go. Pretend yeah. we're your three children. Yeah, do it to me. Do it to me. Okay, okay, let's give it to Yeah. Oh, well, okay. well you, you can have, oh, you've got three children. Who's the naughty today? kid? I know. Which one of you is worse? Oh, oh, Maddie. Right. Maddie, sorry. It okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, Maddie, uh, come here. Matthew, now seriously, Matthew, if you don't get in the car, there's going to be repercussions. Matthew! Matthew! 
Oh, I haven't even reduced that to my own kids, but that felt good to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You actually yeah. sounded like my mum for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you see a whole different side of people you know when you see them getting up their children, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do. You do. And I, I see, I don't go out much. Do you guys go? I find with Bricky no. Radio, I have no social life. That's why the Acros was just a one-off. Mm. But I don't go out enough with my kids for anyone to see my parenting. But I don't think my parenting's it. particularly good. Mm. So. I think I've gone next level now. Like, I used to care. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, I'm serious when we get yeah. in the car. But I'm like, are you serious? In front of everyone. Like, how rude is that? And it's like, well, it's a, it's a village, so I'm hoping someone else jumps in and does a better job than I do. I and Abs, I don't know how you – three boys, because I've got the two girls, mm. and I, anyone I know with three – three boys is a lot. It's a lot of testosterone well, the, in little kids yeah. running around. Well, the last time um, – uh, actually, just yesterday, the youngest was having a little bit of a tantrum, and he wouldn't come because he wanted an ice block. I was like, mate, you've had your ice block. <laughs> now it was the other person's turn. Who wanted to do it an hour later? Anyway, regardless, I was mm. like, you've had your ice block. I was like, no worries, you're on your own. And I walked back to the car and I left him there. But now it's up to the eldest because he goes, you can't just leave him here. So then he goes back and negotiates him while I'm sitting in the car beeping the horn going, don't worry about it, leave him. If he doesn't want to come, he doesn't want to come. You know, he's saying, he's saying, mate, you know what mum's like. Come on. You know that she is a little bit crazy and she probably will leave us. Maybe he's doing the uh, clenching, get in the car now. He's going to be a great parent. Uh, This is a great book. Um, You've got to get your hands on it. Posey Pearl is a curious girl. It's in bookstores now. Fifi Box, always our pleasure. Oh, thank you, guys. I love you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Block wrapped up last night. Not without controversy. No. It's the usual. Hey, this was the uh, the winning bids. No more stuffing around. Five, two, two, two. Point two, two. Point two, two. Five, two, two, two. Four, four. Point four, four. I can't believe these guys have this kind of money. Five million, six hundred and sixty-six thousand and sixty-six cents. Five point seven. He can have it. I'm out. Go on, Sol. Congratulations. The winners, Omar and Oz, are on this morning. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Bit of a weekend celebrating by the sounds of it? Uh, yeah, we, we haven't had too much sleep, um, but we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing well. Can you remind us how much have you guys walked away with? Oh, what was it? 1.6, 8, 6, 6, 6, 6, 6, <laughs> Don't forget the 66 cents. You want to, yeah, we'll make sure he pulls through on that one. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Something that, so one thing we were talking about this morning is congratulations on winning mm. and congratulations to Danny Wallace, who is the guy that has bought so many block houses. Mm. I think he might be up to eight or ten wow. over the years. Mm. And it's a bit concerning, like without him, that they might not have sold. But the big question is who was your friend that rocked up, Adrian? Uh, to be honest, he wasn't a friend um, uh, three weeks ago. Uh, we, Oz and I worked really hard um, alongside the agents. We um, we obviously want to sell the house. I mean, that's what we're on the block for. So we just reached out to anyone and everyone to come and see this place. And um, lucky enough, a mutual friend um, said that he might be interested and he's willing to come have a look. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, so you just nipped out, rented a Lamborghini and swung by. Me and I was getting the um, rock star treatment and um, <laughs> there you go. 
how how does it feel with that? With the, you know, you've made a fortune, and but there's other teams that haven't won anything, and one of them only made twenty grand. Is that awkward for you guys, or it's like, nah, don't care? Um, no, it was very upsetting. Everyone worked just as hard as each other, and we um, we've always said it. We just want everyone to walk away um, with money, and um, hopefully they can do that. And obviously, uh, it didn't work out that way. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing, but you don't have to share, right? <laughs> um, no, of course we don't. I mean, it's a, it's a competition at the exactly. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, so Oz and I, we've got young family, we've got kids. Um, we've got a lot of people that we need to look after as well. And I think that, um, that's always going to come first. That's why we came on the show. And um, that's exactly what we're going to do. I mean, at the Olympics, no one thinks I'm going to cut my gold medal up and pass no. that around to the other people. All's fair in love and war, baby. It's the way she goes. <laughs> Got to work just as hard. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys have paid that much? Because there's talk of, you know, he, the guy who bought it said he overpaid. Um, well, at the end of the day, like, we're, we're talking about it here. You guys just mentioned Danny Wallace has probably bought 10 houses on the block so mm. far. Um, the guy's an absolute genius. Um, he's worth a few hundred million dollars. I'm sure he wouldn't be spending money that wildly. So mm. the houses are definitely worth it. Um, they cost the block $6.6 million each. Mm. Um, get a million dollars less than what it was actually worth. It's, um, it's definitely a good investment. What do you reckon the dog said to him when he paused the auction to chat to his dog? Keep going. I love the dog. <laughs> you love the dog. Yeah, dog did you a solid, to be Wait, fair. You don't know what it is. could have been either way. You know what? Yeah. You know what? We, we did the dog a solid as well. We mm. got him a dog bath in the mudroom. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Uh, now, Abs here, who works uh, with us, you've, you've applied. How many times have you applied to go on the block? We applied two, but w- n- no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't do it now? After this season, guys, she's no, like, no, nah. no, no, no. Two years ago, we got um, through to to close, but it's yeah. not Scotty. Have you seen Scotty with any drama? Yeah, he doesn't like it. No, he just likes to build. Yeah. So I think that's the whole thing. And you guys have to admit, there is a lot of drama involved in the block these days. What was that, sorry? There's a lot of drama in the block. Like, it is It's still a TV show that people forget. It's a reality show. Mm. Um, yeah, I think people do forget that. Um, at the end of the day, this show is the highest rating show in Australia and um, it's also the most paid. So um, obviously they've got to do what they've got to do. We're not here to argue with the professionals and mm. um, so, so they can do whatever they want, right? Imagine if Channel 9 mixed Married at First Sight with The Block mm. and you don't start with the couple that you start <laughs> building with and then by the end everyone swaps and then they sell the house with the couple that they this get This is to. a good idea. <laughs> don't throw yeah, it. Uh, you shouldn't be sharing that with everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trademark, trademark, stab Abby and Matt. Uh, good on you guys. Congratulations. It is one of the best shows on television. You guys deserve uh, everything that you got. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having us, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alrighty, this is where we give you the answers for Alpha Bucks. And oh, he's ready today. <laughs> I'm ready today. Wow. Your letter is A, and some of your answers are Avocado, Annihilation, and Aussie World. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You know, we look around for stories uh, that what's happened in the news over the weekend to bring to the show to talk about, and I fell into a little bit of a rabbit hole on this one, and it was the headline that got me. Strap yourselves in. Seven horrifying things found living inside living people. 
Like as in like tapeworms and things like that? Yeah, like that. There was mm-hmm. a guy that ate sushi, remember? Mm-hmm. And then he, or is it sashimi or something? And then he started having like maggots in him. And I was like, eh, I'm oh. not going to eat it. Oh, wait a minute. It's delicious. Well... I love that. You know what? I will risk the parasite for the flavour, and Mm. I respect that about you. Thank you. Would you do the one where they're like, you know, one out of ten people die eating it? You know, the blowfish. The pufferfish. Yeah. 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 So we booked in for the only people that do it in Australia. There's one chef who's been um, qualified, and he's in a little restaurant in Adelaide. Tried to book in, couldn't do it. Right. Okay. Was booked out. So people are really. After a death wish. But you yeah. sign a waiver before. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. Anything you've got to sign a waiver for, it's got to be good. I'd want him to eat a little piece of it in front of me. Like, say, like, like you know, like, bang, yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. if he's like, mine's from the different part, but all right, good to you. No, I'd pick it for him. I'd be like, nah, this uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 2011, a Taiwanese man went to see a dentist because he had a toothache, right? And he said, look, I'm not that good with my brushing my teeth. I'm, I'll put my hand up there. But it was more than that. The man had such a hole in his tooth that he'd eaten a guava. And the seed from the guava had lodged in the tooth and found it to be appealing and started growing no. in his mouth. I never understand those stories because how, how do they have light? You need to have sunlight to be able to grow a plant. Maybe he talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Sleep, to grow know? apples in my stomach for years. <laughs> I used to eat the seeds. I used to go, Mum, how can I do it? Uh, <laughs> the dentist pulled the tooth out, but then rather unprofessionally, he called his entire practice around to have a look at the thing. Oh, Wow. There was a uh, four-year-old, Paul Franklin, was enjoying a day at the beach. He fell and scraped his knee. No harm, no foul. Uh, a couple of days later, it's got a strange bump. The doctors prescribed some antibiotics and told the parents not to mess with the bump. But the mum was like, nah, I'm having a look at it. She saw a black thing in there, thought it was a rock, squeezed it out. It was a snail that was feasting on his flesh. Oh. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> I thought they were vegan. Snails? No, some snails are carnivorous. No, I'm the same as you. I thought they were, but maybe they'll eat anything. Maybe it was mm. a um, a leech, uh. the, the snail without a shell, <laughs> as I like to refer to them. <laughs> they are a snail without a shell. It was a, it was a living Blood carnivorous sucking. sea snail. Oh. oh snail. Isn't it true mm. that anything that's in the sea is supposed to be more venomous? So snakes, all if they're sea all snakes from are venomous. the sea, yep. they're venomous. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way because I was like, oh, it's from the sea, it's fine. And no, in Bali, oh. they're all coming over trying to catch it. Yeah. I was like, but it's just a little one. They're like highly venomous. They don't cover that in the song, Under the Sea. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they don't. But it must be the same with snails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy was in Bali in 2014 and he had a red line stretching his way up for his chest from his uh, appendix scar. Uh, and they gave him some antihistamines to sort that out. Didn't work. Turns out a spider had climbed into his scar and was crawling around under his skin. The worst part of this one is that he had to wait until he could fly back to Australia before anyone could remove the spider. I don't know how the spider would survive in there. I don't know. You know, without the oxygen. Mm. I think it was a cheeky spider and the line was an outline of a pain. Well done, Ash. Ash has said, talk about extra carry-on baggage. Hey. Uh, yeah. Last one, 2017. It's over two years old, so you got to buy it and <laughs> see it on the plane. Went to see a doctor uh, because of a crawling sensation in her head. They discovered a living cockroach in her skull. The pest had crawled into the woman's nostril and squirmed its way into her head. And the doctors noted on the form that the cockroach didn't want to leave. So sleep well, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Thank you Stab. You're welcome. Thank you, hey, if I have to suffer, you all <laughs> have to suffer. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything.
But right now it's first calls time and 131060. Abby threw it out. Have you had a snake encounter? And we got a lot of calls about snakes. <laughs> uh, Renee is in Walloon. What do you know about snakes, Renee? Um, in our old rental, we were trying to put some stuff up in the attic, and my husband would always have a fake snake joking around. And one day, I thought this was a fake snake and went to grab it, and it's actually bitten me. Oh! So yeah, it was the biggest shock of my life. So it, not venomous, but it still would have hurt. Yeah, it hurt, but yeah, it wasn't venomous, so which yeah, was good. But yeah, it was biggest shock of mine because it was the same size as the fake one, so yeah. I just thought it was fake. <laughs> I mean, oh. and the thing is, you don't know it's venomous at the time. When no, it bites true. you, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. That's the end. That's, oh. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how you feel. Wow. My brother. That was all good. <laughs> yeah. my, my brother has a, his son has a pet snake, and he keeps getting it out. So he thought that he was getting it out, remember? Mm-hmm. And That's he, right. He doesn't have very good eyesight. My brother wasn't wearing his glasses. So he's like, for God's sake, Max has left the snake out again. So picked it up, went to put it back into In the cage. its cage, glass and went, oh. Oh, no. no, the snake's already there. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, did you keep it? He's like, no. Far out. It seems a shame that he bought one. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> it's such a waste. <laughs> wow. So the one he picked up, though, was it the same type of snake or was it like a brown snake or something? Uh, no, no. Well, he's up in Darwin. I don't mm. think it was. Right. His wife has gone to hospital. She got bit by a venomous snake, so she was in hospital for a little bit. Nope, rope. Justin mm. and Bunya, you've had a snake story. What happened to you? Yeah, moving, moved into a rental out at Bunya for a better lifestyle a few years ago. And um, we're laying in bed one night and all of a sudden he just rustling up in the roof. We thought, what the hell is that? Mm. Anyway, the next day um, we noticed there was a big snake coming out of the roof. The dogs were going off their bloody dials. There's about a, about a four to five metre big carpet. And anyways, I rang the real estate and said, I want to... You know what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wasn't <laughs> this, on the this list. Wasn't, this wasn't on the <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's only meant to be for four people, not for five. <laughs> yeah. And um, anyways, um, so they they put a thing through, and they, the owners come back. Oh, yeah, it's been there for years, no hassles. And when I echo, whatever. Mm. And um, next thing you know, around winter time, um, the snakes coming back in. We went, holy crap! <laughs> and uh, then spring's coming up, then we notice a lot more snakes are coming towards the bloody house. Oh. We're going, oh, no. Found out she was a big female, and she's having a bit of a party up there with all the males. Oh. Apparently then, they breed in the roofs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, well, we didn't know that either. <laughs> and then um, all of a sudden, um, we got babies coming out, oh. and the bloody males, oh. a whole lot. And wow. I'm just sitting there going, I'm, I'm literally pulling, now I pull the bloody males away from the house. The dogs go off their dolls, mm. the birds go around the house. and wow. Yeah, so... Fun, fun times at our place this time of year. Was Definitely a lifestyle change, hey, Justin? It? Yeah. Oh, it was great. Keeps us on his toes and um, <laughs> the kids know about the environment and about yeah. um, nature, that's for sure. Wow. Look <laughs> at you finding a silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's that many in there, I'd be worried that like the ray- roof would cave in or something. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. That was, they, yeah, but no one really wants to come around and see, do they? No. <laughs> no, because like, the females can be huge. And... Oh, well, well, she is. Yeah. I've, got a vi- I've got a video of her. <clears throat> and my dogs are going off at her down in the tree. Mm. And it's about, should be about five to six metres. Wow. wow. How protective and are you? Been... I'm keeping the males away mm. during breeding oh, season. That, well, that's what I do. I hear them going off and I go, right. And I've actually got photos of this season mm. of a male trying to get in. Yeah. I was on Father's Day. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm expecting breakfast in bed. Yeah. Next thing you know, I get a bloody snake coming towards the door. <laughs> they were just going to visit their kids. They wanted a Father's <clears throat> Day as well. Yeah, you're, you blocking them, just... you're blocking them, Justin. You're blocking them. 
And I was understanding. I was very nice about it. <laughs> Not now, guys. Come back yeah. later. It's my day. Today's yeah. my day. Good on you, yeah. buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, I know that women, we've, we've talked about this in the past, but women use bras not just for their intended purpose, right? Mm. You store stuff in them. We don't have pockets the same way. And there's a big thing at the moment where if you get a dress or a skirt, do you guys get excited when it's got pockets? How much of a thrill is it? I love it. Oh. I only buy dresses with pockets now. Yes, it's like, the, and you're like, even when you get a dressy one, like, you know, for a wedding and it's got pockets, you're like, win. It's the first thing you say when someone's like, oh, that's a nice dress. It you're is. Like, Thanks, it's, it's got, got pockets. pockets. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> However, you still don't put anything in the pockets because I don't. No, I'll put my cards and stuff, but I wouldn't put a phone. No. It ruins your line. Um, no, I put, I put money in there, so I put mm. money in keys when we go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And your bra. Mm. Yeah. We'll have a listen to what happened to a Gold Coast woman who kept something in her bra. She got in trouble for it. A Gold Coast woman has been hit with a huge fine after cameras busted her driving with her phone in her bra. Jenny Piltz says she was using her chest area to carry her mobile and had both hands on the wheel. She was slapped with a fine of more than $1,000 and lost four demerit points. What's wrong with that newsreader? <laughs> but yes, uh, she had her phone on her body, and that is enough now for her to be charged with it. She lost four points and a $1,078 uh, $1, fine. The police well. told me it's not allowed to touch your skin because yeah. I got pulled over years and years and years ago, mm. and it was on my lap on speakerphone. And I was like, but I wasn't touching it. I was driving, and they're like, it can't touch your skin at well, all. If you're wearing jeans. Nope, so nope, it's not touching your skin. You want to get technical. Yeah. 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 Right. See, that I don't know. Because what, that, what's the difference between, like, if you had it in a top pocket of a shirt? Mm. You know what I mean? I reckon she could fight that one in court. Mm, she, said, she actually said she's not going to bother. She's like, I could fight it, but I'm like, no, nah, it's not worth the hassle. So oh. she's copping the fine. Yeah. yeah. But they are multi-purpose, you know, money. Are you jealous? Because you can wear one. <laughs> You reckon I could pull it off? Yeah, there's men bras. Mm. I, I, are there? Yeah, you've worn them before. Have I? Yeah, yes. Don't, don't play. You got the double off. set when men uh, lingerie came out, and you loved it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a twice, <laughs> and then you even like next time, like, oh, it's come back around again. Do you want me to wear it? I was like, do you want to wear it? Because if you want to wear it, I can pretend that yeah. I'm forcing you to. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, I that's right. That. <laughs> Listen to you. It's like you just went straight back there. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Oh, yeah, what do you keep? Hot. Do you guys keep things in your bras? <laughs> Just hopes and dreams. Sorry, there's a lot going on out here. What's going on? Um, we're just talking about something that happened ages ago. It's uh, not important. Do we keep things in our bras? I don't wear a bra, so no. <laughs> don't you don't wear you? a bra? No, especially after shingles. They were hurting you, weren't they? Oh. Where do you put your phone? Um, I just carry it in my head like a regular guy. Ooh, Why do you guys get so, no, like, so like, oh my God, you don't wear a bra? Oh, it's just... Bit exciting, I don't is know. It? I don't know. It just went like, it's really like, oh my god. Well, I just figure it's like that. Like, it'd be like us saying we walk around work with no underwear on. I do. Yeah, see, that doesn't you know? surprise me because mm. I'm married to someone who. Uh, what are you keeping your bra? That's what we want to ask this morning. <laughs> Besides <laughs> your breasts, of course. Yes. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Whether you've got, um, you know, money is most common, but like people have got. What have you kept in your bra before? Because mm. you might have put something in there before. That's a bit. Is it Fifi Box? Because Fifi Box is coming in. Is mm. it Fifi Box that can put on lipstick? Oh, yes. 
Yes. yes. Oh, with her cleavage. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so she puts it in there, and she used to be able to put on lipstick from the Breakfast Club. Yes. yes. Mm. Such a skill. It is a skill. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for keeping abreast of the situation, but you totally ki- clicked on this story just because it had boobs, right? Did you do that on purpose? Because that was really good. Oh yeah, because it's boobs and boobs. Yeah. 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 No, um, the abreast of the situation. What was it? Yes, I know. Yeah. But what was the good headline memories. for it? <laughs> it was woman fined for carrying a right, phone in her right. bra. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was only suggested to him because he'd clicked on so many other things in his cookies. They're like, I know what this guy wants. To be fair, it was quite tame. I was expecting more. Uh, But we want to know what you keep in your bra, 131060. (laughs) Olivia in Pullenvale, what do you keep in your bra? Um, I used to keep my kids' dummies in my bras. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything they suck on was in there then, hey? (laughs) Well, I had four kids, so and I had multiple dummies, so I just, yeah, would keep them there because I'd have my hands full getting prams and things out, and yeah, would never lose them. It always felt like it was a cleanest as well, rather than putting it into a bag, because you know when they drop it, I I don't... don't know if it's a myth or not, Olivia, but I used to always Absolutely. suck it first. You know when you suck it yeah. first? Absolutely. and then Yeah. 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 I'll get the germs for you. Wouldn't, wouldn't that, <laughs> I'll take one for the team. Wouldn't that make you look like you had weird-shaped nipples, though? Well, I, I kind of look, wore loose clothing anyway, right. so okay. it didn't really matter. Mm. And after four yeah. kids, you still do have strange nipples. That's so, true. Yeah, you've yeah. done it, really. That's true. You know, I've, I've given up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure not you, Olivia. I just meant in general. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah, she gets Good save. Good save. Amy and Burkdale, they're like men's pants pockets. What do you keep in your bra? Uh, I keep the red skin lollies in my bra. Okay, wh- why? <laughs> um, because my husband loves them soft. <laughs> so oh. uh, the good old road trip, yeah. we pop them in, in the bra and when they're at that great temperature, I pass mm-hmm. them over. Cool. A little That's kid it. in a candy store. He goes, can Literally, I get them? yeah. <laughs> oh, just about. Just about. It's almost like that pick and collect out of the lolly jar, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Look, they're like little mini microwaves. They just warm things up. <laughs> That's exactly right. Mm. Exactly right. How handy. So Very enjoy. handy. Have a try at that, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> Just go home, pop not, them in. Not me, not me. You're... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we clarified yeah, that, Amy. That cheating. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Thanks for calling. All right, Michelle and Harrisville, bring us home. What do you keep in your bra? I keep all sorts of things in my bra. Um, I have quite big boobs, so lots of stuff can fit in there. Um, I keep my keys and my phone and sometimes my key cards, all sorts of things. Sometimes it can scare you when you take off your bra and you forget that you've put it in there. So you take off your bra and you're like, oh, what is that? Oh, wait. No, not usually. You don't usually forget that they're there, but, you know, sometimes I forget where I put them, whether I put them in my pocket or my bra and I have to pat myself down to find it. You've got to pat yourself down. Well, I guess that what they're saying here too is make sure, especially with your phone, that it's hit, it's right in there because mm. those um, cameras can pick up. Or just don't put it in the there. Top. Yeah. Mm. Plus, you don't want to get all sweaty. Get moisture in your phone. Good point. That's true. Imagine that. You go to the genius bar. You got to tell some nerd burger in there that your boobs Did you get water in it? No, it's sweat. (laughs) Keep some rice in your bra. That'll sort that situation out. Uh, Emily in Aspley, you went to a wedding and you stocked up big time in the bra. I did. I love you guys, by the way. I listen every morning. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, Thank you. I was a bridesmaid and I was on like the bride's hair duty. So I literally, I had bobby pins. I had blistex. I had a comb. And band aids, just a whole lot. <laughs> That's Doesn't great. It, isn't it I uncomfortable? Realize, 
No, no. But I have actually... I have, I have small boobs, so there was plenty of room plenty to fit everything else in there. <laughs> See, the other one had... I always keep tissues for every wedding, and mm. I realise I had tissues too. Yeah, yeah, you have to, but I realise I always give them to the groom. <laughs> 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 so you don't like, have any left? Well, I fold them all up, and I just put them there, and then I also, just put them when, down, and then I'll give it to them. But wouldn't they think that, you know, like back, back in high school, we used to shove... Um, tissues in your bra to make yourself look like you had Well, they boobs. never know. I don't, at the wedding, oh. do it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I know if they're just in little tears, I just sort of read. I would. I'd do it like a magician. Like, look, nothing here. And whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking. And that's just what he'll do. One of these days, Matt's boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. Well, they did walk. They did. They walked very far, 55 kilometres. I want that on the record. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, all wrapped up on Thursday, um, raising money for top blokes. We wore those 10-kilo vests during the walk from here to Ipswich mm-hmm. um, to raise money for a great charity. And with the kind donation from the beautiful people at Small Steps for Hannah, Sue and Lloyd, it got us up to... Uh, just over 85,000. Well done. That's um, huge. Well done. Yeah, which was incredible. So, and over the weekend, people were still popping, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks here yeah. and there. Mm. So that was really, really great. But most importantly, we've been worried about your weekend. Yeah. How's the old body doing? Have you stepped on the scales and seen if you lost any weight as well? You, you know, no, I didn't actually. Mm. It would have been worth it though. You don't even have like a before? No, I've, I kind <laughs> of avoid them. Do you go on the scales every day? Every morning, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That surprise. What are you oh, at these no, days? I it's weird. I go up and down. Up and down. So anywhere between seventy four and seventy seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. Well, um, no. So Friday was incredibly sore. Not going to lie. Mm, I thought Saturday would be worse. Well, here's the thing with Saturday. Mm. Saturday, yes, I was very stiff, mm-hmm. and um, I was hosting something on Saturday night. And I hadn't really worn proper shoes uh. since the walk. And so I had to wear a suit and I put my RM boots on. And at that point, I realized just how swollen my feet were. Oh, yeah. Because I put them in and they were like two big balloons in there. (laughs) But the thing was, the event that I was hosting Mm. was the opening ceremony of the um, Oceana Games, which Mm. is um, games for Paralympians. Oh, so I didn't think that me complaining no. about having sore legs from walking 55 kilometres. And they're like, you're not no. even an athlete, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That wasn't going to cut it because no. of all the things that they've had to overcome yes. in order to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. Has it been like the gym, you know, when you get sore, when you have to go to the toilet, you're like, ah. Yeah. There, was, there were times where, it, like, even doing just small things like putting my underwear on mm. uh, was a bit painful. But you always have but, sciatic nerve issues in your back. Did yeah. that go? It's gone. See, that's the whole See? thing. They say the more you exercise, you do. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to walk 55Ks a day. You just got a whole other pain to <laughs> take your mind off that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So yeah. my hips are a bit stiff, but the big thing is, because I was fighting a cold from about the Monday, mm. um, my voice is now going, mm. um, which is a real pleasure for a lot of people in my life, I found out. <laughs> 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 but, um, but no, I feel really good. And a lot of people have asked me, they're like, oh, are you going to do it next year? Mm. And I was like, calm down. <laughs> Maybe we can have a conversation about it in the new year. I think it is uh, important to point out, because I had a few people come up to me, actually. We kind of forgot this, but um, you can do it. You've got the whole month to do it. You can do like 
like five kilometres here, five kilometres there. Because a few people are saying like, oh, it's a great cause, but I'm not walking 50 k's in a day. It's like, you don't have to. You yes, can spread it out. Yes, spread it out, yeah. 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 You just took it all. Yeah, so mm. you can do it little by little. But, um, but an amazing day. And to everyone who turned out and gave money, like, I think at the end of the night, I had $1,400 in cash yeah. wow. in my pocket just from people handing over five bucks, 50 bucks uh, here and there. So it was absolutely incredible. Uh, something that I, I, I would do it again. Mm. Like, I was so, uh, so stoked that we made it. Uh, but obviously need a little break <laughs> before we get to it again. So, um, But people are incredible. You hear of, like, people who've donated, you know, $85,000. Yeah. It's huge. That is so much money. Yeah. Did you win? Uh, did I win the race? Yeah, like, are you, like, the highest earner? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought you were talking about the walk. I, I was like, oh. <laughs> I did notice at the end of the walk, yeah. my older cousin Jason, who was walking with me, he sort of took off at the end. Mm. I was like, oh, here we go. This is the cousin thing. <laughs> I was like, he's got big, long legs. And I was trying to catch Start him. Start jogging. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's he doing? He's trying to beat me. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> so I ran into him. <laughs> <laughs> like any good little cousin would. But thank you, everyone who donated. Um, absolutely incredible. Appreciate it so much. Steph, Abby and Brisbane wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105.